Welcome everyone to another episode of Classic Movie Rewind. How are you doing today, Siobhan? That was a terrible. <laughs> no, I, I'm only laughing because, so you started pouring, again, your pores come through. The, did you just spill wine all over yourself? Not all over myself. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Filming on my nice little wine colored table. Hmm. Well, at least it's wine colored. Okay. I'm going back. Keep my very classy paper towels. Okay. I'm back. I'm going to leave all that in. Well, the funny thing is that it reminds me of because you can hear the pouring, but unless you know it's wine, like it kind of sounds like you're peeing. And it just reminds me of like the, you know, in um, the episode of The Office where they're like the Michael Scott Paper Company and there's just like the plumbing is all hooked up and you hear all sorts of things in their office because the, the bathroom from upstairs is right above them. You see, I would have thought it would remind you of the movie that we're going to be talking about because there's a peeing scene. There is a peeing scene. <laughs> and that's probably what it sounded like. That was a much better segue <laughs> into what we were going to talk about than mine. But, you know, can't help we what comes to my mind. every episode, though. That's our, that's our number one rule of the podcast. Wine, movies, and The Office. And The Office. And The Office. And it's some stand-up comics, we can, like, work him in there, too. Or her. That's true. We do do a lot of referencing stand-up comics. <laughs> okay. So, tonight, today... This morning, whatever time you're listening, we're recording at night because it's the time to make make it work. We are talking about a league of their own, their own. Last time I said our own, made it personal, but league of their own. Great movie. It is a good movie. It's been a really this long movie. time. I don't know if I've ever seen the whole thing. Um, this is a perfect a really movie. I, I can't think of anything that it's just like it, it's perfect. It's perfect. that's a strong statement. It is perfection. Now I have to spend the next you know, hour, 45 minutes, or however long defending that statement. Oh, I will. I will. Perfect movie. It's a perfect... Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's perfect. Yeah, interesting. Well, why don't you give a little synopsis? Okay. So, we are in the 40s. 1940s. And as, like, the opening scene, like, tells you, all the men are going off to fight Nazis and Japanese people. I don't know why we never (laughs) mentioned the Italians. We definitely fought them as well. I guess they really weren't much of a threat. Yeah, they weren't, like, personally in our face as much, it seemed No, like. no. Imagine, they probably were, you know, they've drunk wine and eaten pasta all their lives. How big of a threat could they be? <laughs> I feel like Mussolini was, like, not great. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm not saying he was a good guy. I'm just saying he yeah. wasn't very effective. Probably, he got tired a lot. I mean, after you eat, you got to take a nap. Yeah. It's a very heavy meal. I'm not aware of like I think Italy somebody ever. Who's very, I very much love Italian food and Italy <laughs> in general. Love to go there. Not knocking Italians. I'm just saying, just the lifestyle doesn't seem like it'd be very threatening or would breed very threatening men. Yeah, I don't think they've ever been. But besides from like the Roman Empire, obviously, I don't think they've ever been like a military powerhouse in That's modern true. day. That was in Italy though. That was Rome. Well, yeah, but you know, clearly, what is? Yeah, I get it. Italy, Italy, yeah. I just didn't want to say Italy, oh, yeah. you know, no Italian empire has ever been a powerhouse. And then, yeah. And did I say Rome? Have you Pretty heard of Rome? obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Putting that aside. Okay. So all the men are growing off the war, including all the baseball players. So everybody's like worried that there won't be baseball to watch because all the baseball players are going off to fight in the war. Very patriotic. So they decide to do women's baseball they call it girls baseball which i don't know if i like but that's historical See, not fact. perfect that is a historical fault. fact it's a historical fact that's, that's not that's <laughs> not the movie's fault that's true that's true and so we follow these two sisters Dottie and kit and they join the league and it's good time had by all and tom hanks is there he's the manager he starts off thinking oh my god a bunch of girls are gonna play by swallow oh my god no in that tone of voice. I think he's just drunk, but yeah. Yeah, that too. Drunk all the time. Big alcoholic. But he ends up growing to appreciate them. Very, like, male feminist type thing. And yeah, that's that's the movie. Oh, and it ends with somewhere in the middle, 
one the younger sister gets traded to another team and the end they're facing off against each other in the world series and the younger sister's team wins because spoiler alert sister well i think i figure (laughs) if you don't you don't want to be spoiled you're not listening to my synopsis okay there you go let's see other sister drops the ball it's a big controversy quite literally not metaphorically but literally 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 drops the ball did I, did I cover it? It's very, very hard. Yeah, to... it's a pretty simple concept. It's There's obviously nuance, but yeah, that's that's the gist. Yeah, yeah. also, Meg, oh, not Meg Ryan, good lord. Madonna and uh, Rosalina was there. Yes. And Sharona from Monk. <laughs> yeah, it's a good cast. Yeah, it's great. great. It's interesting because I don't know enough about, I don't know a lot about this, but I know that very recently there was, an issue where they were negotiating this, the CBA for the major league baseball. And so there mm-hmm. was like questions of like, is the season going to start? What's going to happen? And you know what? I take offense to the fact that no one was like, I know, I know what we could do while the boys are working out their legal drama. <laughs> you know, like nobody even thought that we could, cause everyone's like, what are we going to do without baseball? And no one's like, bro, we've done this before. Let's let the girls play. But apparently would- we've, we've moved backwards in the sport. No, they would just get replacements, like you know the movie replacements, you know Keanu Reeves. Oh yes, and I know. Football movie, that's what they would do. I'm just saying this this conundrum in a in a very different context has arisen recently, and nobody thought like let's do girls baseball. Uh, doesn't surprise me, but just interesting stuff. So. I guess is, is there a there's a is there a professional softball league? Is that a thing? There is, there is. Yeah, it's got too many s's in it though. It's like the USSSSSA or something. Like it's like. A ton of S. I don't like that. Um, but yes, there is women's professional softball. Huh. Indeed there is. They must not be very popular because I've never heard of them. I think you can actually, like, you can make a living. Like, you're not going to make, I think if you're very, very good, you can make, like, a million dollars. Because it's actually extremely, po- like, softball is very popular in other countries. So I, I think you can I make a living doing is. it. I didn't know softball was. Yeah, it really, like, it's the same thing, but they're not. <laughs> It's very, like, the U.S. is very good, but, like, in terms of, like, Olympic softball and that sort of thing, like, it's very popular in Japan, it's popular in Australia. Wait, is Olympic softball still a thing? Because at one point they were thinking about getting rid of it. They got rid of it for, like, eight or 12 years, and it was back this year, and I think it's gone again next year. Like, they're having trouble keeping it around. It's (laughs) softball and baseball. For the the record, it's softball and baseball. They're, like, tied together. Like, I think a few years ago they got rid of it for, like, ballroom dancing, which is just, like, a slap in the face to everybody. Yeah. That's dumb. I don't have anything against ballroom dancing, like really but it's not like a sport. Like other countries. I know baseball is like super popular like in, in a lot of the Latin American countries and I don't I don't know where um, Japan and you know, all the Asian countries I think are baseball. I think the seasons overlap, so you just you don't get the big name. It's kinda like basketball, except for some reason basketball they tend to get the big names, but my understanding is that in baseball, because the baseball season is like seventeen months a year. It always overlaps with the Olympics, so you're never getting like the big names. How many? It's about 17 months. It's a really long season. I stand by what I said. It is so long. There's like <laughs> 752 games, and it's ridiculous. I the agree. Of the baseball I agree. season is absurd. Absolutely. We're, absurd, we're, we're thinking of pushing my my nephew into baseball to get him to go pro. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well he's got to be a local team because I can't travel that much. For the record, her nephew is four, so he's got time. But he's four feet tall at four, so he's going to be athletic. Hmm. He's got the build. He's got the build. It also be basketball. I don't really care too much for basketball. It's just it's just a lot of moving, and it, the, the squeaking gets on my nerves. There's a lot of squeaking. Like a I could lot. deal with it, though, but I, w- I wouldn't prefer it. Yeah. Football's that. We, we're a football family. We love football, but football is dangerous. Yes. I will I, I will watch a stranger get tackled and like break a leg, but I'm not gonna watch my nephew do it. He could be a kicker. Could be Plus he, exciting, he, but I took him to Chuck E. Cheese today and there was like a little soccer game there and he was surprisingly good. Well then he can I play soccer. That, Soccer's I, popular everywhere but here. I get that Homer Simpson probably wasn't the best goalie. <laughs> little, but he was he was killing it. Good for him. Speaking of softball, how? Because I noticed in in the movie all the pitchers were softball pitchers. Because like, Kit and Dottie were playing softball yes. in the beginning of the movie. 
and they were, you know, recruiting people as pitchers, but like the pitching move motion in softball, even faster, is very different than baseball. I don't it know is. if that would translate. I don't think it would. I, I used to pit, like, there's no way it would train. I'm not saying you couldn't figure it out. Also, the ball is, I mean, for obviously is, different. The ball is different. And, and it's not, it, it wouldn't be an easy, group. it wouldn't be an easy switch at all. Like softball pitching is actually the natural, the natural, the natural motion, motion of your draw. shoulder. Whereas the, the baseball, baseball pitching is, is like yeah. horrendous for your shoulder, for your elbow, for like everything. It's a t- like that's it's why they rest pitchers between games. They don't. I mean, they only right. have to go so many games without playing. Right. Which is why you need seventy-five pitchers on a roster in baseball because again, there's four hundred ninety-two <laughs> games. It's ridiculous. Fair. Fair. But I digress. Yeah, I feel like every other skill would be okay. I mean, I mean, sure, it's a smaller ball, which you would think would just mean you could like throw it better. I would imagine because no, I mean, your hand doesn't have to be as big to wrap around and grip the ball. I guess it depends on how, how used to softball you were. Like if you played softball and they just changed the size of the ball, like that's a massive change, you know, like that it's would just, true. that it would throw, throw off. everything. Right. It's, it's the, well, not only is the size different, the weight is different. So you're like, you're all of that muscle memory that you've built up is probably going to have to change. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Although I feel like Marla was definitely practicing with baseballs. I don't feel like she was doing softballs at all. She was like, I am going to do baseballs. Yeah. So one of my big beefs with not just this movie, but I feel like this happens a lot, is that whenever they want to make like attractive actresses look like a tomboy, they just smudge dirt on their, like quite literally smudge (laughs) dirt on their face. Like I've played sports when I was younger. I played a lot of sports. Never once did I just like have dirt on my face. Like maybe, maybe once, like, but for some reason, like the whole first 20 minutes of the movie where they're like playing baseball they're or they're just like milking cows, which I don't milk cows a lot, but like never once have I just had dirt smudged all over my face. I, like, I felt like they weren't, weren't so much trying to convey that they were tomboys as they were living on a farm during the, same the very end of the Great Depression. Football. But it was the same thing when they're playing sports. They're like, we're going to take these girls and make them look grungy like they're tomboys and they are masculine. So I know, let's smudge dirt on their face. That'll make it like, because they took like attractive women and they're like, what do we do now? Um, Like the modern day equivalent is, Marla never never had had, uh, dirt on her face. I feel like she was always clean. She was like, Donna? Marla. Marla, which one's Marla? The, the one that was like they stopped to get on the way to the tryouts. The one that they thought was oh, unattractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think like, I don't very think she was very attra- unattractive. I thought she was she was she was pretty. She just she needed just, to do her hair differently. Th- yeah, they just had her hair down and like they had her like scrunched in on herself. But once yeah. she was like singing to her boyfriend, she was she was <laughs> singing she was hot, babe. Her. She's doing singing it. To her boyfriend. Oh, I'm singing it Nelson. Ain't I, baby? <laughs> sure are. Oh, goodness. I love this movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. It's nice to see Tom Hanks' character evolve over time. It's also interesting to not have any type of romantic storyline in a movie. Like, there's just no... Nothing. Oh, nothing. I appreciate that. I, I like yeah. that. In the yeah. original script, I think they had, like, Gina Davis and Tom Hanks kind of flirting a little more overtly and I think there was like this like romantic storyline with them but I'm glad they took that out well she's married that's yeah yeah and he, like that's just a douche move like her, her husband's fighting Nazis overseas right. that's just you can't do that it's just interesting though that because like again very rarely is there a movie with no romantic storyline especially one that's tailored somewhat at least towards women mm-hmm. so it's just interesting sure. that they kept that completely out of it I mean, there was there was there were hints of romance, like Marla and Nelson, they got married, and then th- there was a <laughs> few scenes with Dottie and her husband, and but there's just no, you know, the, the whole, there's like, no like there's no arc, there's no 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 there's arc. not no no, which is like the the two perfect movies, this movie and Shawshank Redemption don't have a romance in them. That's I'm just saying that's a theme. theme. So Shawshank is also perfect. Interesting. Shawshank is perfect. Shawshank is perfect. Shawshank is a good movie. I'm not knocking Shawshank. Nothing I would change. I'm like, all right, it's a good movie. Yeah. Now I'm thinking what I would want to change in Shawshank, but that's that's a uh, discussion for another day. It's true. It's very true. I will say I, I laughed. 
I laughed out loud when when they're on the bus and Tom Hanks is talking to Gina Davis and he says, you know, does he know how good you are? And she goes, who, Bob, which is her husband? He goes, no, Hitler. And for whatever reason, like that just struck me as like beyond hilarious at the time. I think that was the only time I laughed like out loud. <laughs> that really, that's. I mean, because I'd seen the movie before. It's, it's, so. it's an absurd statement, yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, like, Hitler, no, Hitler, you idiot. <laughs> Here's your sign. Bill Ingvall, there's our stand-up comedian for the there day. There you go. There's your comedian. Got our quota in. <laughs> <laughs> this movie also got me thinking, if they had to do a draft now, can you imagine? Like, Oh, I was thinking that, too. I was like, because when they were saying that the – baseball players were volunteering to go to war i'm like how many of our athletes would actually volunteer i'm not saying they're not patriot i'm not saying i'm just saying that i feel like the class of athletes we have now are a little more spoiled and selfish yeah i mean I they just I make a lot more money yeah that yeah that too that too that too just feel like yeah, they probably I would just be, be the type just some of them might but i just, I just don't know yeah, I don't know. Well, somebody did it. One of the it was a, it's a sad story because he I think he died over there. One of the NFL players when after 9-11, he went and joined the army and, and he died in Iraq or Afghanistan well, or that's somewhere. Sad. Yeah, I can't remember his name. What was his name? Pat, yeah, Pat Tillman. Very sad. He's got a strong jaw. <laughs> Brad is he's, attractive. he's attractive. I, ah! no, I feel like he should. I feel like he should get a shout out. You know, like that's a really awesome thing to. I mean, it's a sad story, but like, good for him. Yeah. Not, you know. Not good for him, but. Not good for you. Good, know what good, I'm trying. Good you, of him. I, yes, good, good of him. him. There you go. Much Wrong better. Proposition. <laughs> much better. Much better. Much much better. Yeah, I just don't know. I just I just feel like very few people would volunteer. Yeah. So there has depends. to be draft. I think it would I also feel- depend on like what happened. Like if you felt like that's a personal true. desire. Like what you see going on with like Russia and Ukraine right now, like that's I could I can understand why there would be a lot of Ukrainians who are like feel very very passionate about I need to defend my country because it's obviously incredibly personal. Yeah, and I feel like in World War II we didn't like get that whole surge of patriotism like yeah we got to volunteer to fight until Pearl Harbor. Right, because we were attacked at that point. You're yeah. like okay now it's personal. Like now you've attacked us. Now I gotta go. Right. We probably uh-huh. still need to introduce the draft though if that something like that happened and that's oh yeah they absolutely would i don't think enough people would volunteer but it's also thank amazing. god they didn't pass that women's service act you know that they were thinking about passing but just the concept so, of like you can draft someone i understand that you can draft someone but the concept that you would just take a bunch of like 18 to 25 year old men who are just like accountants and just like random people and then train them for, I don't know, like a month, maybe. I mean, I don't I have no idea how what the process is. But and then send them off to war. Like that's mind boggling in this day and age that you would just like a, it also doesn't seem possible in this day and age because everything like I, I don't know much about the military or or anything like that, but I feel like there's a lot of like computers and like technical stuff involved. Right. I, yeah, there's less like men on the ground and more drones and all yeah we're not really yeah. like infantry like heavy i mean i'm sure we have great infantry i don't i don't know yeah but i mean uh, somebody's got to go in at some point like after you you do your drone thing you think you can't yeah. you got to get in there at some point but i know absolutely nothing about that no no nothing about warfare at all i don't want to go to war i think that's a bad idea don't yeah. attack us russia or whoever is thinking about it Let's all just get along. Like it'll be fine. Like just, just yeah. chill. You know, everybody just chill. Just chill. Just Let's stop break it. that just... oil price down by a lot, please. Just, stop, I don't know stop. how. Just do it. Stop going into other people's countries. Stay in your own country. Do you... no. mind your business, Russia. Mind don't your... come in without an invite. Yep. It's rude. Invite proof. It's it's just rude. It is rude. What would Emily Post say? Who? Emily Post is like the Southern etiquette queen. I like how you know that, not all. Who's like, don't show up to a dinner party without, you know, a kind word, love in your heart, and a covered dish, you know? Oh, shit. I can never go to a dinner party then. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, but she has, there's like dish, a book. It's, it's like an etiquette thing, which like it is helpful because it tells, there's like all sorts of stuff. So it's nice to just kind of like generally know what's like random people have decided is acceptable. But, but I feel like Emily Post would not be okay with Russia invading Ukraine just for the reason I, that it's rude and it's probably just, not. I don't, 
To be fair, I don't think anybody is okay with Russia invading Ukraine, except for perhaps Russia and uh, what is the other country? China? Belarus and oh, yeah, China Belarus. too. China too. Yeah. So, like those are the only countries that are like, yeah, it's fine. What are you talking about? It used to be Russia 600 years ago. That makes sense. So, yeah, I saw today that side point. <laughs> some uh, some like a lot or a Russian like the equivalent of a Russian senator. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's like Russian comrade or something. I don't know what they call themselves. <laughs> But was like Russian Russian, politician. Yeah, it was like Russians founded Alaska, so we want it back. It's not fair that you have it. And it's like, dude, we paid for Alaska like 200 years ago. Come and take it, bro. That transaction has don't say that. That transaction has done been did. Like there is absolutely problems taking like a small country on their border. They're not gonna try and fuck with us. I will bleep that out. Let's not let's not invite anyone (laughs) to take us. They're not yet. Also, Alaska, and then, I don't know, I was going to say it's, like, really cold, but I guess it's really cold in Russia, too, so. Yeah, I feel like they're used to the cold. <clears throat> anyway, Not going to deter them at all. Anyway, we're not talking about World War Three right now. We're talking about World War Two. <laughs> Goodness. That should be funny, but it is. Got to do something to keep your spirits up. Yeah. Speaking of, when Marla leaves, do you, like, when she, like, says goodbye to her, her dad at the train station... Like, the way she does, like, the the wave or whatever she does, it looks like a Hitler salute. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what you should be doing right now, Marla. Poor thing. I don't remember this specific part, but it, it doesn't surprise what, me. It actually probably was, like, later on. I don't know when it was. No, no, I know, I know what this note is from. It's when she's in the, when they're doing finishing school and trying to be a lady, oh, and they're doing yeah. gracefully and right. grandly. Gracefully. <laughs> Which she does, like, six, she looks like she's doing, like, the Hitler yeah. thing, like, doing the march. Like, Marla. Is That's it, what they it, mean. Is it gracefully and grandfully or grandly? I listened to I it, like, ten grandly. times, and I can't tell what she's saying. Grandfully is not a word, so I hope it's grandly. Right. Why do they have to go to, word. like, they're playing baseball. They're not doing, like, press. Why did they have to because go to, like, Because every lady school? in this league is going to be a lady. Yeah, but like, what? Well, it just seemed silly to me. Like, this just seems like an unnecessary expense at this point. Oh, I think like, it was definitely silly, but that's what they did in the 40s when they tried to, they're trying to appease the delicate sensibilities of the 1940s culture, who are apparently are very, very concerned about women, you know, playing a sport. Yeah, but yeah. it's just interesting because, like, was that training politicized so that people were like, oh, I see why this is okay, because they learned how to glide before they started playing baseball. <laughs> It just seemed silly. Oh, so silly. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely silly. Also, those uniforms were way too short, like, well, for yeah. the, the 40s. Like, yeah. Today, they'd be, like, they're modest. That's fine. But yeah. in the 40s, <laughs> you're like, you're like, that's, yeah. that's way above the calf, my lady. It's also just, like, not, I didn't have an issue with how short they were, because if they were wearing shorts, the shorts would have been equally as short. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact but that they, it's a dry, they, like. They could also wear pants, so that's an option. Yeah. Like, baseball players wear pants. In fairness, like, I've played sports. i played tennis and I played field hockey, and I wore a skirt in both of those, but... Which is kind of silly, because you wear shorts under the skirt, so really you could take the skirt off, and it's the functional equivalent, so it's kind of odd, but for whatever reason, that's what they do. That's the uniform. Makes no sense. And, but maybe it derived from these uniforms. Well, that's also nice. <laughs> Well, I think, I want to say field hockey, like, originated in, like, Scotland or something. Like, I think there's, like, a kilt aspect to it, but I have no idea what's going on with tennis. I think tennis is just, like, too, like, refined. Like, women can't wear pants. We must wear skirts. You know. You would know. I don't know play tennis. But you've seen tennis to know that women wear skirts and dresses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I've seen it on the the television. (laughs) On the television. It's there. I understand the concept. Yep. Understand the concept. Okay, here's another thing I didn't understand. They had four teams, right? No, they had more than four. They had four or five teams. I wrote down that they had four teams. Maybe they did, because they had they said 64 players and 16 to a team, so yeah, that would be 14. Yeah. So, and then they, they said, hey, if, and later on they say, hey, if we, we win this game, we make the playoffs. How do you have playoffs with just four teams? Like, how, yeah. how do you have a... How do you have teams that are not in the playoffs with just Right. You could have a playoff, but everyone would have to make the playoff in order for there to be a playoff. Right. It doesn't make mathematical sense. Yeah. See, it's not perfect. 
that's not, not that might be a historical perfect. fact though yeah but the but but the fact that he not says we have fact. to win this game to make the playoffs fine it's 99.9 percent perfect <laughs> you you just set yourself up so i had to find a hole somewhere dang it okay one one small tiny one small ball issue that nobody yeah. but me would have pointed out because <laughs> i'm anal retentive my own fault care too much i'm also- I'm curious if Madonna was this pre-Madonna being a singer or was this like? No, I think Madonna's been a singer forever. I think this is like I think this was like her, because like she sang a couple of the songs in the movie. Her first album came out in 1983. That had to have been before this movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Because this movie was 92 or something. Yeah. But I think she was nominated for an Oscar for her songs in this movie. Huh. If I recall correctly, I don't know if she won, but I think she was nominated. I'm guessing it's the song at the beginning and the song at the end. Yeah. 63 minus. Oh. So she was 30 in this movie? Goodness. She was over 30 in this movie. I never would have guessed that. How old was Rosie O'Donnell in this movie? Um, Let's see. Rosie O'Donnell is. She looks so different now. Um, she does. He's 59. So, yeah, she was in her 30s, too. Or just about 30. I never would have guessed that. I would have guessed Madonna was like 22 or something in the movie. Uh, Madonna is just like off. aged. Well, before she aged well without help, I'm pretty sure she's had a lot of help. To but age now she's got a lot of help and she's not aging well. I don't know. I think <laughs> maybe the help is detrimental to her. To have aging. you seen her recently? Like I just no, like, I haven't. There's a lot last, going on. The last time I saw her is when she was like sitting in this elaborate pool I mean, a bathtub with like rose petals floating around telling everybody how bad covid lockdowns were and how we're in this together in her palatial <laughs> mansion yeah. floating with rose petals in her bathtub yeah i i saw like ellen degeneres did something similar she was like in her compound in los angeles with her like you know pina colada and the palm trees in the background and she's like we're all americans and we're all sacrificing it's like no no we're not like there are people in so one bedroom apartment. The same. <laughs> right. This is not the same. Like, like you're having food brought in and you live in a compound and there are people in one bedroom apartments who can't like make it to the grocery store. Like Sorry, we are not. Servants have to not come in. Do you, are you down to two servants because right. they can't come to your house commute? But like, we are not the same. And nope. they're just like, I just don't understand why people don't like wearing masks at the grocery store. The person I send to the grocery store wears a mask and they don't complain about it to me. Like, get over it. Okay, sure. sure. You've never <laughs> even been to a grocery store probably since you've become famous. Yeah. When's the last time you've stepped into a Kroger public? Whatever you have there. I'm not I'm not knocking on, you know, I, it's just this concept of like It's just the celebrity all, culture in, in general. I feel like they're just so out of touch with people. I think this is for the politicians too. I'm like, y'all are super rich. You have no idea how the rest of the world lives. Yeah. Shut up about it. <laughs> Yeah, but, we but it's nice that you made a video about it. Like that's helpful. Yeah, very very sweet of you to care and to think we're the same. I wish we were the same. <laughs> I would love to live in your mansion. I will say some that people actually though. put their money where their mouth is. Like Leonardo DiCaprio donated ten million dollars to Ukraine. Like that's a lot of money. Yeah. Even for him, yeah. like it's like I mean I don't. Let's see what's Leonardo DiCaprio's net worth. We're getting we're going off on a tangent, but still. Probably a lot. I'm gonna say a lot. I'm gonna say like a hundred mil. 260 million but that's still 10 i mean that's what four percent of his net worth i realize it sounds tiny but that's like still a significant donation even in light of the fact that he has 260 million dollars good for you leonardo dicaprio good for you yeah Yeah, elon musk is doing his like benevolent billionaire thing too sending tech over there i guess yeah i mean he could literally fund their military for like the next 50 years if he wanted to I'm not saying that he has any obligation to do that, but like he's got hundreds of billions of dollars. That's more yeah. than the GDP of Ukraine probably for the last, I mean. Well, I don't think it's the problem of them able to being able to afford being military being funded because I feel like people are willing to give them stuff right at this point. At least at this point in time, it's getting it there or like, and I think logistics are the problem right now. Well, that and not I so think much there's, funding. I think the refugee crisis is what needs a lot of funding. Like Poland yeah. is taking in literally millions of refugees and they all need somewhere to stay and they need food and they need you know everything people that are a taking human them into needs. their own houses and i'm like oh my god you people are so like nice that's very but, generous 
Well, Poland is used to getting invaded, believe it or not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the people like, that are there we now. We get it. Come on. <laughs> they were invaded twice. So at least twice. Yeah, it sucks. We we sympathize. Come on. I got a room in my house. You can stay with me. Yeah. But that's where I imagine that's, you know, there's a lot of money that needs to be diverted in that direction to make sure. I have never met someone from Poland that I did not like. So have you ever that. met someone from Poland? Yeah, we have a lot of Polish priests. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I have met people from Poland. Interesting. Very nice people. Very, very Catholic. They are Catholic. That's true. You Which know, is interesting. Came from there. <laughs> there must be a lot of Jews in Poland too, just just given the what happened in World War II. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know if there still are, but for I know nothing people. about the demographics of Europe in general. I've never been. I'd love to go. Let's go to Europe. Not yeah. now. Yeah, now probably it's probably not the best time. <laughs> Although the tickets might be cheaper now. You know what's ridiculous? It's like nobody could do it. And, and look, the what's going on in Ukraine is atrocious, and every other problem that most people are dealing with right now—not every other, but you know what I'm saying—is not a big deal. But it's crazy that it's like we had COVID, and then it's like immediately after that dies down, this happens, and it's like I feel like it seems a little planned, doesn't it? Well, I think it's, well, it's, I mean, maybe they were planning on doing it earlier and they were like, okay, we can't do it because of COVID. And maybe. Also, they might have planned it based on COVID. They think people are weak right now and thinking this is a time to strike because, you know, the world has been like dead for two years. Yeah. Theoretically, you could have done it during COVID and then, but I guess your troops would also be susceptible. Also, China told them not to do it until after the Olympics. So they waited. I'm telling you, that's why they did it when they did it. Well, yeah, China and Russia were buddy buddy during the Olympics. They, you know, because because we boycotted the Olympics like politically. We didn't have any diplomats or whatever yeah. the equivalent of that is. So, yeah, not ideal. I'm sure, we had spies there. I'm sure we did. I'm sure we still do. Just in sure general, I don't know. Sure. Everybody's spying on everybody. Sorry, we developed into like a topic about you know world conflicts and we can geopolitical the overly stuff. political stuff. Yeah. This is not really controversially political. It's just like, yeah, Russia, Russia bad. I don't think anybody <laughs> would disagree with that statement. Not cool, guys. Also, China bad. Although there are people who disagree with that statement. I'm like, are you are you serious? Have you seen China? Okay, okay. I think what people struggle with is separating the people. Russians from what their government is doing because obviously there are tons of innocent people in Russia oh, yeah, who are just definitely. victims of what's going on and then you've Same got China. I feel like people Putin, just who's being an absolute can't help they live. Yeah. Right. So I think that's probably where a lot of people get not necessarily torn on the politics of what's happening but just torn about the whole situation. Okay. Well, well we don't like the governments of those places. Right. Honestly, right. if people told me that they didn't like the American government, I'm like, "All right, I get you. I get you." I I I, I, I've always said, I, I feel like you need to treat your country like your family in the sense that somebody, if somebody else makes fun of your family, you stand up for them and that's not okay. Now you can complain about your family to your family. You are allowed to do that. That is your God-given right as a member of your family. But if somebody else starts bashing on your family, you need to stand up, even if it's, you know. Hitler? No, but you don't. I mean, obviously, if there's an issue, but I just have an issue with people like there are some really awful, terrible dictators and just horrible people in the world. And then here, oh, in, America, yeah, we're like, here in America, we're like, they, there are just so many problems and it's just so terrible. And there's just it's the worst country ever. And we're just sliding backwards. And don't get me wrong. There are it is many a definition problems. of first world problems. The right, definition. There are, many, there are so there are many problems. I'm not saying the U.S. is is, you know perfect by any means and there's progress to be made and there are groups that are oppressed and I get all of that but at the end of the day to not even recognize that like we're pretty darn lucky to be where we are and we live in a pretty great country all things considered I think you need to recognize that while still having a healthy dose of like we have progress that can be made but I feel like people just get so used to bashing our their own country there's just like this like new thing these days yeah it's cool to just Right. And it's like, no, you're an American. If you don't like it here, like it'll be something else. Right. But you don't want to do that. You want to know why you don't want to do that? Because it's actually pretty freaking awesome. Also, nowhere else. There's a speech. One of the like the last naturalization ceremony I went to at the court 
when all the, you know, immigrants become citizens after, you know, mm-hmm. going through all the classes. Yeah. There's this quote, I think it was from Reagan that the judge quoted, but he said that you could go anywhere in the world. Like you can go to France and start living there, but you'll never be a Frenchman. You can go to England, but you'll never be English. You can go to, you know, anywhere, but you'll never be whatever. You won't be Chinese or Japanese. You'll always be a foreigner. But you come to America, and it's the only place where you can actually become an American. That's so nice. It's it's a great sentiment. It really is. Because nobody's from here. I mean, now we've been here long enough that people are from here. But the idea is that, you know, very few people, obviously, they're Native Americans, but. Like the melt, it's really the melting pot. Really, is a, a thing. Sometimes we don't melt very well and don't mesh well. Right. But more of a stew. There we People, go. Groups still stick out. You know, not, it's not one cohesive group all the time. But maybe a gumbo. Maybe a gumbo. Gumbo is good. It's a little spicy. A little warm. A little, yeah. Yeah. But you still Some got veggies. like the you still got the rice base that kind of cools things down a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Some warmth. Yeah, you get the clears out your sinuses sometimes. Oh, I don't yeah. like mine too spicy, but that's just because I'm a wimp. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought that was a nice sentiment. Okay, now that's a nice sentiment. Geopolitics of the portion. Let's see what else we have. Yeah, let's think. I like how they did the their hair for each ball game. Like mm-hmm. acts like and like that that forties hair that really you had to take a lot of effort to do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't know how to even start with my hair. Yeah, the way they do like the like very deliberate curls and waves in different places. Yeah, like the pin curls and like the yeah. very put together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're you're gonna get dirty. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves <sighs> is when women play sports in movies with their hair down. Because you no, oh, you were like, pet no, in this no movie, woman you? has ever been like, I'm gonna go play tennis and I'm not gonna put my hair in a ponytail. Like that just doesn't happen. Apparently makes, in the forties they played baseball with their hair down. It, that, but that's so absurd. Like, the concept to me is absurd. Yeah, I feel like baseball is a little more, like, forgivable because you do have the hat on, which kind of keeps your hair. You have the hat on. but And, and you're not, like, baseball is a very kind of, like, I won't say it's, like, a relaxed sport, but, like, you're not doing a lot of movement. But there's like, wind and there's hair. I'm just saying, there's no <laughs> no female athlete. Is Maybe they used a lot of hairspray. Doing anything with their hair down. Uh, but this was a different time, so. I don't know how Ellen Sue's hair stayed in her head. Wait, no, her hat stayed in her hair. Who is this? Which one? Uh, Sharama from Monk. You know, the one that, uh, there's no crying in baseball. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like pinned, like barely. It's not even on her head. It's like pinned on it. I'm like, what? How, how? Yeah. No matter how many pins you had in that thing, it's coming out if you're, if yeah. you're running. And she's yeah. in the outfield, so she's running. He's running all over the place. Question. Answer. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks circa 1992. Right. Attractive? And I don't mean like in the real world. Obviously, he's a movie star. He's not a hideous human being. But like, do you find him attractive? I don't know if any woman would ever say, and you know who's really, really handsome? Tom Hanks. Well, that's what I'm I think saying. He's it's a, just, I think his personality is probably great. Mm-hmm. Lovable and all that stuff. But, like, you look at him, he's kind of dorky looking. Yeah, well, and I also think it doesn't help that, like, if, at least for me, like, when somebody says Tom Hanks, I'm like, oh, Forrest Gump. Like, I immediately yeah. identify him with that. And there's nothing, obviously, that's a very lovable character, but it doesn't scream, like, you know, super attractive. But it's just, I was looking at him, and I'm like, okay, this is, like, a younger version of Tom Hanks. This is probably peak Tom Hanks, I guess. I don't know how yeah. old. And it's just interesting because I was like, you know, he's not gorgeous, but he's also Tom Hanks. How do you become a movie star? You know what I mean? I just found it interesting. Yeah, I feel like Tom Hanks, I mean, I mean, there's a reason he's not the lead in very many, like, comedy, I mean, ro- romances. Right. In, Sleepless you've got Mayo, Sleepless in Seattle, but I don't, like, yeah. that's both, Mac, is that both Meg Ryan? I think so. Apparently him and Meg Ryan go together very well. Apparently. They're right, both, looking, you know, that kind of weird looking. Not 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 weird looking in a bad way. I'm just, just distinctive looking is the better. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it, yeah. It's just interesting. I'm not saying he's unattractive. I'm just saying I wouldn't yeah. see him across the room and say, oh my God, I gotta have it. Right. Not like I would with Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans or, you know, any of the Chris's. Pratt. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's the other one? Pine. Pine. But yeah, you know. 
I should have said Christy, just for fun. <laughs> just to yeah, throw it in there. So. Get a laugh, you know. So I look at him like, oh, I bet he's got money. Who, Tom Hanks or Chris Christie? <laughs> Chris Christie. He looks like, oh, he might be in the mob, but I Does bet he, he has money. money. I don't know. He's he's a politician. I, mean, I feel like all politicians right. have money. Governor of New Jersey. Of all states, I'm not going to get into New Jersey. I'll, I'll just not say anything. But, I was like, he um, might be in the mob, but I bet he has money. <laughs> I'm not saying Chris Christie is in the mob. I don't know anything about the man, except that he's very Italian. And yet his last name is Christie. I'm sure they changed it or something. Maybe it's like mother. I don't know. I don't know. But he, he you look at him, he, he screams Italian, doesn't he? he? He looks like he could be on The Sopranos. <laughs> he does. Yeah, apparently his mother is Italian and his father is German, Scottish, and Irish. Google is amazing. Go. I have no go. idea if any of this is accurate information, but Google's amazing. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Adding the fact that he's from Jersey, like, yeah, he definitely could be the mob. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody came out and said, hey, Chris Christie just found out he's been indicted under Rico. I'm like, that makes sense. That sounds about right. In case anybody was wondering, Rico is what they use to convict the mobsters. Racketeering, that type of thing. Lawyered. <laughs> Lawyered. Lawyered. Sure. Yeah. Legal lesson for the day. There you go. I will say that Telegram guy that came in, you know, before the game, was an asshole. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. You know the drill. It's the middle of World War II. What the heck? Bullshit. I like that Tom Hanks had like there was there was an evolution of his character in that respect because he was like not only did he take the telegram but he also like gave her a hug which I was not expecting. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I was expecting it at that point. I feel like he evolved by that point, but yeah, the beginning Tom Hanks would not have given her a hug. Well, and what I thought was interesting about it is that the women were already consoling her. Like it's one thing if he gave the news and then he hugged her immediately, like he was the first one or and or only one there so he like consoled her but i thought yeah. it was interesting that the women consoled her first and then she broke like he pulled her away from the women to com- comfort her which i thought was just like very interesting because a lot of men would like, cower in that situation yeah i think it was also that he was trying to remove her from the room just to get her you know yeah because you know the, the other fact- people still have to go to the game but still but just the fact that he was like emotionally intelligent enough to just i don't know it just it seemed like an evolution of his character. Good for him. Yes. Good, Good for you, for Tom Hanks. Good job, Tom. Good job, Tom. Oh, what's Hanks. the name of the movie? I don't even know what his name is. Uh, I don't know. Coach? I, I forget Sport? his name. Not a coach. Baseball doesn't have coaches. They have managers. Oh, my gosh. If I, I think there's a difference between a coach and a manager, but I could be wrong about that. I don't, I don't think baseball has coaches, per se. I think they just have managers. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe like... Like field manager is the equivalent of the head coach. I know there's like pitching coaches and oh, maybe yeah. the, the, but, yeah, but the, apparently the, the head coach is referred to as the field manager. The thing I love most about baseball is that you have grown men who are not players who are coaches that also wear the uniform. I think it's the only sport where the coach wears the same uniform as the players, which is adorable. George Carlin really, is good about that. Like, can you imagine really Bill Belichick dressed from head to toe in football gear? It really builds a sense of community. Like, it's just, just so good. Or even basketball. Like, you've got all of these, like, super tall, athletic, and then you've just got, like, this old white guy in, like, a basketball, like, uniform with, like, no sleeves. So good. And, like, super long basketball shorts because he's short. Oh, so good. It's got to be the only sport. Like, it is. I'm pretty sure sport. it is. Yeah. It's just, like, it's why do you feel the one. Right. Although I guess baseball is different because it's the only one where the coaches are dressed up in a full full on suit at the game, aren't they? In which which sport? In basketball, not baseball. Basketball. Yeah. Don't they like dressed to the nines? Yeah, a lot of them wear suits. Yeah. Sir, but it's not comfortable. I know it's not comfortable. Yeah. Maybe I like it. I like it when they wear suits with with sneakers because it's like cute and kitschy. (laughs) Like look at you. Trying to be a grown up, but you. Yeah. Well, you're. You're dressed up, but you understand that it's basketball, so everybody's got a shoe deal, so you got to have your fun shoes. Like, good for you. Definitely. Your your custom-made Nikes, probably. Yeah, or whatever they are. Say whatever you want, except for support Hong Kong or whatever. Huh? Didn't you, the controversy with Nike, where, like, they had, like, the customizable thing, but you couldn't use, do anything, like, supporting Hong Kong on them, because China was Oh, Hong Kong. What do you think I said? 
I, I had no idea. I thought it was a person's name. And I was like, who's Hong Kong? I'm like, who's Hong Like, what? What's going on? He's a really big basketball player. Did you know that? Yeah, but it could be. I mean, that could be a name. It's a thing. I think. What else was I thinking about while I was watching this movie? Well, I have a question at the end. Okay. Okay. So you know how she gets to the the little Hall of Fame thing, and she sees Kit there, and Kit has all her family with her. Why did mm-hmm. Dottie's family come? I don't know, and it's unclear. Why did she go her own? Like her her daughter was pushing her to go. Why didn't you go with her? Right. Your your mother is obviously old. Right. And not used to being on her own because your father just died recently. Yeah. And shouldn't you go with her? Shouldn't somebody right. go with her? Especially if you're pushing her to go. It's one thing if you didn't think she should have gone. But, yeah, if you're going to push her to go, you should have gone with her. I feel like somebody should have gone with her. And you probably should talk to, like, your cousins and say, hey, are y'all going? We should yeah. you, we'd go together. It'd be great. Yeah. No. So, question. Okay. Is the old version of Dottie just Gina Davis in makeup or is it a different person? I had this question for the longest time. I finally looked it up. It is a different actress who looks amazingly like Gina Davis, but they dubbed in Gina Davis's voice so over her. It makes it look weird. Yeah, that was my other question because I'm like, that's definitely her voice, but I but it's a little off. But then sometimes when I look at her, I'm like, well, maybe that is her and there's just makeup. But I knew it was her voice. So, yeah, I, it took me a while. I was very focused on that for a while. I'm like, is that the same person? Yeah, is that voice. I don't, I don't like it. Okay, 99.8 because I don't like that they did that. They just put either put her makeup or, like, use the other actress's voice because you've used all the other older actresses' voices. Right. People's right. voices change over time. They they you get the old lady voice. Right. <laughs> the old lady voice. That's You're true. an old lady now. You get a voice for an old lady. <laughs> you sounds get a voice. Kind of like your voice, but just older. You're an old lady, now you get a voice. Maturity in your voice. The rite of passage. It's like, I I don't know if you've heard Dolly Parton's latest song, but you can like, yeah, her voice has gotten older. Yeah, that's how that goes. Still sounds great, but I'm just saying, you can tell like, oh yeah, she's a little little aged. It's like a fine wine. Let it happen. Exactly. People are so afraid to age. Just embrace it. As I say, as I smear a bunch of creams on my face. But. Yeah, as I dye my hair tonight, <laughs> get rid of all the gray. Okay, but I am not old. I shouldn't have this much gray in my hair. I was watching a YouTube video the other day about gray hair because, you know, I had nothing else to do that <laughs> at the time. And they were talking about, like, whether or not stress contributes to it. And they think that it actually does. I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like, okay, stress I, think, I don't feel like I'm very stressed out usually. Apparently genetics is the most com- like is the most significant contributing factor. But then they said stress can exacerbate and make you. I tell you that earlier. explains why Obama went in with a head full of dark hair and came out with gray white hair. Every president, if you yeah, if they you all they life, all age. Yeah, makes sense. I, I mean, get it. Trump's hair stayed stayed orange, but that's probably die. But I don't know if that hair was is even his to be that's honest. True. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad women don't lose hair. their hair. Okay. Or most women. Some women do. Yeah. It gets thinner, I think, with age. But um, But much older than, like, men. Like, I don't think women's hair thins all that much. Like, in their 40s or 50s, it's much older. Whereas men can lose their hair. When I'm older, I want to have a head full of thick white hair. I'm sure of it. Because my hair is so thick. Um, And it's it's turning white. It'll be lovely. I'm sure. Like a Game of Thrones person or something. I don't know anybody of Grave with Thrones with gray and white hair, but okay, sure. Doesn't doesn't the dragon lady have white hair? Yeah, it was like blonde hair, like bleach blonde hair. I've always wondered, like, is it blonde or is it white? Because I feel like it almost looks white in some... I haven't seen the, the whole book show, it's, but... it's supposed to be silver blonde, and that's how they translated that. I don't know if it's the correct way to translate it, but that's how they did it. Silver blonde. Hmm? Silver blonde and purple eyes, and they didn't do that either. Purple eyes. Interesting. The Targaryen trait? No. Yeah. I do, because I... That's I true. Actually, I bet a bunch of people do. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people know that fact. Yeah. It's well known. It's a thing. There's a group of people who are real into it. Yeah, and then they saw the last episode of Game of Thrones. They're like, okay, this sucks, but okay. Okay, so the big debate. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dottie dropped the ball on purpose? Okay. I 
So it's interesting. I'm going to say what probably every single person thinks. I want to say yes, because her, her sister guilted her in, and that's just like kind of a nice little, you know, gift to her. But at the same time, she doesn't have the personality to do that. Like she's so competitive and she's so type A and she's so you learn more from your failures than your, you know, that sort of thing mm-hmm. that it seems out of character for her to do that. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think if I had to choose, I would say yes. But okay, well, I totally a, see the arguments. As a person with sisters, <laughs> who happens to be the youngest sister, but I just like sister dynamic in general. Sisters are very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I like that, that whole argument with Kit and Dottie in the middle of the movie where she's like, if you're here, I'm not even here. Yeah. I, I, I've had moments like that. Like, okay, just, just give me, give me something. All right. And I feel like they go through this, this whole thing in the movie where Dottie is, is understanding how she kind of overshadows Kit in some, some areas. And I feel yeah. like during the game, she's, she's playing to win because she's competitive. You play mm-hmm. to win. Right. And when Kit is even up to bat, she tells Ellen Sue, you know, the pitcher, mm-hmm. high fastball. She can't hit him. She can't not, not try for him. Yep. And that's, you know, her trying to win. But I think in that moment with, with Kit rushing the plate and her, like, standing there in front of her, knowing that it's it's one-on-one, it's her versus her sister, and that she knows how inadequate her sister has been feeling this entire time. I think she drops it on purpose. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because a team sport is not the time to settle that debate. You know? Probably not. It's also interesting, too, because, like, that was – because I think Dottie knew at that point that she was done after that. So that was the last chance on that stage for them to have that confrontation. I think her sister played several more years. So like, yeah. I think she just gave it to her because she knew she was bowing out anyway. And if she, if Dottie won, then there's no chance for her sister to then come back and like redeem herself. So that was just the last opportunity for her to actually give her that. But again, I, I don't think you should ever throw a team sport, regardless of how noble your intentions, because like not cool, bro. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like I don't, I don't, because because she cared very much about her team. That's why she came yeah. back, and you right. know, like those girls like became like a little family. And it's right. very sweet and cute, but at the end of the day, blood is thicker than water. I guess so. Although that saying is usually used wrong, because the saying, the full saying is, "Blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb," which is actually the opposite of what it's usually meant for. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> nice little tidbit, little little trivia. There you go. Hope you mm-hmm. you enjoy that little tidbit. I guess the the last thing, which is an incredibly important point, is that they time how long Tom Hanks is peeing for, but they never tell you the answer. They just leave you in suspense. So I'm like, well, right. how long was it? And Doris is like, right. how long? And Maeve's like, shut up. And I'm like, no, I want to know how long it was. Well, they also, obviously, they didn't start timing from the beginning, so it would be hard to... Kind of, like, pack on a few few extra seconds. Yeah. That's a long piece, sir. It was. It was a lot. I was on a road road trip with friends, like, way back when. I think I was in high school. And it was a long road trip. And one of the guys got out of the car and, like, peed on the side of the road. And it was, like, like, abnormally long. Like, I, so much so that I remember it to this day. And I just remember being, like, blown away. <laughs> Not that I was, like, intently watching or anything, but just the amount of you, time. You were waiting out. for him. Well, because you could hear it, you know? And it was just kind of like, how is this ha- Like, where are you putting all of this? Like, is this? I, I feel like your every, bladder, sir. Right. Every bit of liquid in your entire body has got to be out of there by now. Like, how is this even possible? Anyways, that was an important point. Yeah. It was important for us to know that. Yeah. All right. So should we conclude with, okay, what did you like? What would you change? And what'd you learn? So I liked Tom Hanks's kind of arc. This, you know, he just, he comes around in a lot of different ways. He goes from being just like a drunk who doesn't care about anything to like genuinely caring about the girls and caring about the sport and their feelings. And I feel like he just like becomes a better man having been through this experience. And I think that's nice. It's probably terrible that I had to take a movie about women and I'm like, I like the male protagonist the best. I really well, you thought- You like how the male protagonist becomes a feminist in the end. It's... The male protagonist is just the best thing about this movie about women. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What did I not like? Um, 
I tell you, this do. movie's perfect. It's really hard to find something you didn't like. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I didn't like. I, I think it's generally an odd. Like, I don't think it would fly today. See, I think the issue is that I'm comparing what happened to like how it would play out today. And I realize this is based on a true story or at least a true concept. So what I think about whether it would work or not is irrelevant. But you mean the movie I'm, or the 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 girls in the baseball? The girls baseball. Like if they tried to do that today, I, I think nobody would care at all. Like it would just. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like, isn't that softball? Yeah, but yeah, I just we I don't think that. it would turn into a thing. I guess what's interesting is there were still men watching the softball because I feel like the reason why they wanted a sport was so that well, one because baseball is like America's pastime. Yeah, this but, is before football and like like basketball were like professional leagues that people watched, right? I don't know if the NBA was established, but I know football wasn't around. But probably like 75% of people that really care about sports are men and they're the ones that are at war. So it just like, just kind of the concept seems to miss me a little bit. I feel like there were a lot of people who didn't go to war though. Like they they still were around. But then why aren't they playing baseball? Because they were the ones who couldn't go to war because they were not physically fit to go to war. Like I feel like there were a lot of like middle-aged men that, that wanted to watch baseball, right? But who couldn't go fight the war. Like you, you've got a really yeah. like specific age range of men who are actually oh, yeah. going to fight the war. Yeah, it's just I don't know if the concept would fly these days. I realize it's not really a critique of the movie, but yeah, it, it's a good movie, so it is hard to find. So I, yeah, I, I didn't like the the old lady voice dub thing. It's just kind of weird. Um, That's my changing thing. That's the only thing I would change. I think they could have, again, I'm turning this into like just focusing on the one male character, but I don't think we got too far into Tom Tom Hanks' backstory. We really didn't get into his backstory that much. Like we know that he was like previously very good at baseball and now he's here to kind of legitimize this concept. But like it would have been interesting to get a little bit more. We got enough. he, He was a, a really like good baseball player but he became an alcoholic and he ended up doing some stupid shit, like setting his hotel room on fire and hurting his knee. And then he couldn't, which means he could, couldn't play baseball anymore. He couldn't go off to fight war. So he yeah. was in rehab for a while. And like, they drug him out to be this like manager for the like girls baseball team. I feel like I missed a lot of this. I must've like <laughs> got up to get a drink or something during that part. Uh, cause yeah, cause it was, it's kind of like, I, I want that one scene with, with the, on the, the grass that he's talking about the grass and he's okay the, yeah the maybe I, part. I feel like I wanted the like Mighty Ducks experience you know where Gordon Bombay has to like tell you know you kind of get his <laughs> whole backstory and then the you realize that like they're not learning from him he's learning from them and it's like very wholesome and cute I feel um, like we have to do Mighty Ducks yeah. to keep referencing Mighty Ducks I love Mighty Ducks I think it's the best trilogy in cinematic history and I realize that that's a strong statement but I stand by it fair there. All right, Sarah. You didn't say what you learned. Oh, what did I learn? What did I learn? I'm sure. It's, well, I learned that this is actually a real thing because I looked that up as I was watching it before the end of the movie where it becomes clear in the like credits that it was a real thing. But I, I didn't realize that this was like actually a real concept that played out. And I also thought it probably was like a handful of years, but it lasted well beyond when oh, World yeah. War II ended. It was like 12 or 13 years. So Like into the like, 50s, right? Right, like well past when the war was over. So that's interesting, and I learned that. Well, there you go. Okay, I I, I loved everything about this movie, so I'm not going to... I'm going to give you what I found was my favorite quote from the movie, which is not one that you... The, the obvious quote, like everybody knows, like, girl, like, there's no crying in baseball or whatever. Avoid the clap. <laughs> but, like, when, um, when Marla is getting ready to go to tryouts and her dad tells her you gotta go where things happen hmm. that just it just struck me it struck a chord with me maybe because i'm from a place where nothing happens originally yeah and i had to go where things happen so yeah i like that quote. that's good this good one sarah uh, i am going to go backwards between the things that i learned and things that i would change i learned as i was watching this because i looked it up that Gina Davis voiced over the older actress, and I would change that because I don't like it. It's still, I don't like it. Yeah. Felt like you could just either make, either give Gina Davis makeup, make her look old, or leave the old lady voice in there because she did with everybody else. 
So yeah. But I love this movie. It's it's so I don't know why it evokes so much nostalgia in me. Probably because I watched this so many times when I was younger. Because mm-hmm. it was always on TV for some reason. But oh, such a good movie. Love Solid it. film. Perfect movie. So we're stopping where we started, aren't we? <laughs> go ahead. It's, it's a perfect movie. All right. There are a couple things that are like little nitpicks, but perfect. I, it's just perfect. <laughs> Close enough to perfect. That's not that's as close as you're going to get. Perfect. All right. So that was A League of Their Own. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>